Well, hi everyone. My name is Oliver, and I am so glad to welcome you back to the Neurodivergence Understanding Autism podcast. Today's topic is one that is near and dear to my heart, and comes requested from my good friend Braxton. We will be looking at what it's like to be autistic in the workplace. There are companies that I have worked for that have been great at working with me and my needs, and there have been companies that have talked a big game, but haven't had the first idea as to how to work with someone who is autistic. Just putting this out there before I get started, I will not be naming any of these companies. From my personal experience and the conversations I have had with my friends, getting a job can be tough, as it can be for anyone, but where we struggle the most is in maintaining that job. It's been my downfall on the majority of my experiences. The biggest area I personally struggle with is picking up the routine, but once I get it, I get the job done, and not to toot my own horn, but I do it well. So, where exactly do the issues lie? Well, there's a few areas. I'll start with the interview. This advice is contrary to what I was told when I was working with a local job connection centre to help me find work. I was told, do not disclose that you are autistic at the interview. I say this with all due respect, but this is the worst advice. Their logic was not to give them a reason to discriminate against me. But here's where they haven't made the connection. Why would I want to work for a company that won't accept me or be accommodating to my needs because I'm autistic? So yes, disclose it as early as possible. One other thing you avoid by being open from the very start is making them wonder, well, if they were hiding that, what else are they hiding? You don't want to put them in a position where you haven't even started doing your job and they already don't trust you. The other thing to keep in mind is disclosing you are autistic is completely your choice. I will always disclose this whenever I'm starting a new job as it allows me to follow up with what supports I need to ensure I'm being the most productive employee that I can be and not be seen as a hindrance. So what's the next issue? Well, as I said earlier, many companies say that they are accommodating to people with disabilities. In many cases, this translates to one of two things. One, they are accommodating to people with physical disabilities. Two, they are saying this because they have to so that you can't turn around and say they were discriminating against you for having a disability. In either of these situations, autistic people end up in trouble. Autism is not a physical disability, and claiming to support people like us when you have no idea how to do so often results in the termination of the employee altogether. The next thing I want to bring up is that these accommodations are usually, emphasis on usually, not much of a burden on the company. Take me, for example. I currently work for a company that has a multitude of self-checkout machines. This job is absolutely not ideal for me because of my sensory processing issues. The lights in this area are often brighter, the machines are not exactly quiet, and you have to be watching multiple people at once. The likelihood for a sensory processing overload episode is much greater in this self-checkout area than in any other area of the store, so I don't work in this area. I also have a habit of double and triple checking instructions. This is not because I wasn't listening or I didn't hear you the first time, but it's out of a need of reassurance that I'm doing what you need me to do. I also ask a lot of questions. This isn't necessarily exclusive to autistic people, but my reasoning for asking these questions is to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. Thankfully, my management team are very supportive, which has made my job a lot easier. You guys know that I'm not afraid to be ambitious, especially given what I stated in the episode Autism and the Education System. But I would love to see some form of basic training program to be introduced in all workplaces to give managers and other people in positions of authority a basic understanding into what autism is and the best way to work with autistic people. Of course, the emphasis would need to be on the fact that autism is on a spectrum, and not every autistic employee would need the same supports. 
It wouldn't cost much to implement this training as the vast majority of workplaces, I'm thinking specifically in the retail sector, have online training modules that both employees and management have to participate in before starting their jobs. They also have refresher courses that they are to take every year. Well, right now, at least to my knowledge, this doesn't currently exist. So what can you do as a manager and or employer to support your autistic employees? First, do your best to learn about autism. Make sure that your research is not solely coming from institutions. Read books written by autistic people. Watch videos made by autistic people. Heck, even listen to this podcast. Most importantly, talk to autistic people. Second, if any of your employees let you know they are autistic, ask them, what can I do to support you? The important thing here to note is that you should not ask this question if you are not prepared to support that person. That question means absolutely nothing without actions. By actually supporting your autistic employee, you are showing them that they can trust you and that you actually value them. And believe me, this will have more impact than you can possibly understand. You are also creating a chance for that autistic employee to be truly successful in what they are doing. Well, that covers everything for this week's episode. As always, I want to thank you for listening and encourage you to join us next Monday. Be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at NDUAPodcast22. That's at NDUAPodcast22 to keep up to date on what's coming. Until next time, take care.